infinite power, infinite, infinite power, infinite, infinite power, 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 infinite, infinite power, infinite, infinite power, infinite, infinite power. So, uh, we are here. We survived the first week, the first month in one week of a school year. Uh, I feel like, like, however long we're able to continue doing the show is going to be, like, just plotting our sanity and our burnout, um, going into fall 2020. Um, but we're here, uh, Mike Dando is not, um... We will we will leave it to you to decide where he is. Um, I'm not saying he may have been abducted by aliens, but I'm not not saying it. So, um, just Google uh, Mike Dando alien and see what comes up. I hope that gets all sorts of hits. <laughs> really, yeah. The, uh, Hashtag Mike Dando. Hashtag, yeah, hashtag find Mike Dando. Where's Mike Dando? <laughs> so I feel like th- this is a procrastination game that we can now play. <laughs> it is. When we are fried and cannot teach and cannot write, we will and start making Where's Waldo versions yeah. of Mike and post them onto interwebs. <laughs> <laughs> And can't even think. Like, I lost track of the days of the week. And the first week <laughs> is not good. Like, that's, some, that's something that happens in the wintertime when every day feels the same. Uh, not in the summer. Um, One of my interns reminded me that Monday was when classes start because we had to reschedule their hours. So I was like, <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. Um, so last, last week, uh, it was just Sam and Chris, and it was the play rehearsal where, uh, we learned that the, the, uh, estate of Andrew Lloyd Webber was shutting down the, uh, Phantom of the Opera production that he had threatened to sue Maple Maple Oak High School. Um, and so the students came up with, uh, Phantom of the Twilight Frontier, as a sci-fi mashup Phantom of the Opera uh, Brad was uh, really a strong advocate on including Alf in the play uh, Jesse as Han Solo um, Sam as the the tar monster the trash bag monster from like episode 3 of Star Trek The Next Generation uh, the one where Tasha Yar dies spoilers for a, a 30 year old show <laughs> 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 if you haven't seen it, if you haven't seen it, out. yeah, I don't know why you're listening to the show. If you're, if you haven't seen that, um, I forget who else. What other characters we had? Somebody was going to play. I think there was a Captain Kirk in there. I want to say, um, but Alf, Alf, and the and the Tar Monster for sure, and Han Solo were three. Um, <laughs> 
uh, and then it, it was decided that uh, uh, Brett was going to go to, with them to the diner. Um, Sam had the super awkward, um, like, the play is dumb, do you want to go to the diner conversation with Brett, our budding libertarian? <laughs> and uh, Brett agreed, um, and Brad, what, Brad said he really wanted to get curly fries, I think. That's how he left it. Um, of course. <laughs> I, I have a bag of curly fries in my freezer that I'm very much looking forward to tonight. It's been that kind of week. Um, <laughs> Arby's, if you want to sponsor us, like looking for sponsors is a thing that I do now. It's part of my job description. So Arby's, uh, if you want to sponsor any of my projects, <laughs> I would be happy. Um, happy to have you as part of the family. Uh, so as as the kids are walking out, um, Mrs. Rockwell kind of clears her throat and uh, tells Sam that she needs to stay after. Um, and Sam is like broody and angsty and, and pissed about it. Um, but uh, Brad is like, I I want curly fries. Can I get uh, can I get moons over my hammy too? And Brett's like, that's a Denny's. <laughs> um and so Sam's like I'm not gonna get out of this anytime soon like you go out, you go ahead without me so now we're in, the, in like a, a tough position because it's Brett Brad and Chris <laughs> who have have to f- try to find their way to the mustardium um and the diner where Aelin is uh waiting to uh try to do her own kind of of recon uh, um, on any kind of school uh, staff or faculty who, who may show up. Um, so we'll start from there. <laughs> uh, how is the car ride with Chris and the boys gonna go? Not good. I mean, it's fine. She, I think she, what she wants to do is get there because she wants to be able to. A, see Aelin, and then B, try to figure out what the hell's going on. And the agreement was that she was gonna, that they were going to get the boys to the diner to figure out what the hell's going on. Yeah. So who, and, so who would be driving? So it would have to be Brett now, Brett. because Sam... I know, we, I know we talked about what kind of car she had, but uh, yeah, we could also like well, throw in... Definitely not Chris, because Chris doesn't Chris, drive. Yeah, Chris can't drive. Um... So we, we have some options. We could have we could say that Chris's dad is waiting for them outside in the in the VW minibus. <laughs> uh, we could just make up another kid. Um, I mean, Brett could drive. The only the only thing I'm, I'm wondering is whether or not there'd be a shotgun issue <laughs> between Chris and Brad. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like does does he drive a two seater too? You know what I mean? Oh, like like a Mazda Miata kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, I think we I think before we said that he drives some kind of muscle car, so I think he's he's got to have a back seat. Um, a Chevy I, Impala. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like a it's like a trash muscle car. Like he's very proud of it. He's put he does work on it, uh, but it sucks. Like it's it's bad. <laughs> No, no, no. Did you lose me or did I lose you? 
I can't hear Shauna. It says Shauna, you're oh, muted. Shauna. It you says can't you're. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, Shauna. It says you're muted on my end. Like your microphone oh, thing back. is. Oh, there we go. I was okay. muted. I just couldn't hear Andy. <laughs> That's weird. I was like, All right. I just think that there could be a little skirmish between um, Chris and Brad because it's one of those cars that um, that's only a two door, so you'd have to. Oh yeah, the yep. Seat, the seat folds down. Right, yep. folds down, and she's used to her dad's like big car where she doesn't really have to touch anything. Yeah, she could just get in and get out. And so I think there might be a little skirmish between her <laughs> and Brad about shotgun and who has to. Yeah. Um, but she doesn't. She's not aware of the shotgun like condition yeah. because you know she has ten siblings and <laughs> no one sits in the front in the front seat. Yeah. And you know Brad's like shotgun, and she's you know, I don't have one <laughs> or something. <laughs> I'm 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 staunchly against. I'm so staunchly pro gun control. Yeah. And. Like we're, so they'd have, yeah. we're going to eat at the diner, not rob the diner. <laughs> yeah, so she'd be like, and then um, argument with, but ultimately she'd win. And so Brad would have to sit in the back seat. But then the drive would be awkward because Chris is all about certain rules. And she'd be, you know, anytime that Brett would be a little bit over the speed limit, she'd go, you're over the speed limit. Like backseat driver. <laughs> yeah yep you're over the or, speed limit she'll, she'll hold the handle of the door every time he like breaks or every time yep he goes you know like that yep. kind of yep he's got he's got a handle got, above the above it too maybe that she can grab yeah. onto well because she's not used to sitting in the front seat yeah it's a whole new existence and, and so she's like what what and in the car that's close down to the ground yeah, yeah. So it would be like it would be a, an anxiety anxiety um, inducing trip. <laughs> Poor Chris. So I think she'd get to the diner and go, "Haley, I need a Mountain Dew, like something." To <laughs> I, like. <laughs> I, I need a Mountain Dew to take the edge off. <laughs> yeah. So, and then you know, after that kind of ride, you're like, "I need, I need a Mountain Dew and curly fries, something." Brett, even though I don't, I don't think that these kinds of car radios existed in, in 1992. I still, I like it enough that we're gonna be, uh, we're gonna mess with the timeline. Yeah, remember the the car radios where you had to take like the front piece of the radio off when you went in, when yeah, you went inside. Like you, I, mean, I think they did have those. Yeah, like, as a as a security measure. Yep, with the the big subwoofer in the trunk. Uh-huh. That's that is one hundred percent what what Brett has going on in the system. Um, did, did, did you all have like here in the states? You also have the thing of moving the antenna because antennas were getting stolen. Not where maybe I maybe not. Not where I grew up. In Portugal, no. that was common. Like you just go like people would steal your car antenna. Yeah. <laughs> and so people would literally take the antenna off. Yeah. And sometimes bring it in with them. <laughs> <laughs> what's the, what's what, what's the purpose of stealing a car antenna? Well, like if you if someone stole yours, you'd steal someone else's, so you could put it on your car. Or so I've been told. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, I had a car antenna, and I 
when people have little baubles on their antennas that everybody stole. Yeah, and like hood ornaments and stuff as like pranks. But I don't know. It was the antennas, but I guess that's a portion that's like a foreigner thing. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. But yeah, definitely. Wasn't it Panasonic or something? The one that had the thing where you had to like press the button and it would yeah. Out? Yep. He's very proud of his radio. Very proud of his system. And like maybe Chris. So what is he playing though? Like what's like what? Definitely Guns and Roses. I think. I. Uh, wasn't he all email? Like wouldn't it be? I don't know. Massive Attack, I, I can't remember, or... Yeah, let's see, or... 1990. So, yeah, I mean, Nevermind by, by Nirvana came out in 91. No FX had an album in 91. Super Chunk, I can see him being a Super Chunk guy. Um, but yeah, so, he's... Yeah, uh, she'd, be, she'd be rattled with the trip, because she wouldn't recognize any of the songs. You know, her, you know, her hippie parents keep listening to like classic songs, and it's the 60s. <laughs> and so, like, his driving, her sitting in the front seat. She'd probably also comment on the safety of the seat belt and Oh like, yeah. The whole situation for her would be <laughs> like it wasn't worth sitting in front wasn't worth it after all that. Yeah. <laughs> Is she tempted to look in the glove box? Because I, I she was might, she might if he broke all of a sudden. Uh-huh. And she's like, I'm going to be sick. And then opened it up just to kind of... Okay. You know, this kind of has a theme of getting sick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not that there's anything, like, nefarious in there. Uh, he wouldn't have had time to do anything. But I, I just, like, again, thinking about it, like, this 14-year-old wanting to know about his car insurance and, like... <laughs> <laughs> his registration. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, if they do safety inspections out there, that could be something too. I mean, uh, or emission, emissions tests. Like, you could have like a condom or two where she'd be looking at the expiration date. <laughs> <laughs> I like she's that she's completely she naive about all of those mm-hmm. things, so I'm not even sure she would recognize one. Scientifically, she might. Scientifically, she would. That's yeah. why she's not, like, she's not concerned that he's having sex. She's concerned about whether or not the latex is still, yeah, you know, yep. still functioning as it should. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's a, that's, yeah, like this is going to turn to dust if you don't use it soon. You're aware of that. Yeah. <laughs> it can also cause rashes. <laughs> Some people are allergic. <laughs> she's, she's a trailblazer on latex uh, allergy studies. <laughs> Well, yeah, because she works with, she has her, her whole lab and her, all her stuff, right? Yep. So she she has her research done. Okay, so she, so they get it. So they park. Yeah. Yep. Um. So Aylin missed uh practice, right? Because a rehearsal because she was at work. Uh, what can we What can we have had happened to Aylin while she's working? Like, I don't I don't think Aylin should have just had like a, a regular easygoing shift. Um, I feel like she would have been in trouble because she's been doing so many things she's probably had to call out. Yeah. Okay. So maybe there's a new girl that Pierre has hired as like part-time help. But he's but he calls her part-time help um, but is like low-key like like the, be- the message is very clear, right? Like if you keep calling off, then she's going to have your job. 
Right. Yeah, so she's super threatened, and she's trying to make sure that this girl doesn't outperform her yeah. because she's terrified she's going to lose her job because she really, really needs it. And I would love if that girl didn't actually need the money. She was doing it for funsies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in, like, a cheerleader-y kind of, like, I wanted to get some life experience kind of way. I'm, I want to put this on I my college application. My college application. <laughs> yep. Yep. Really get down to know the community. <laughs> I mean, it could also be that she wanted to, like, run for student body president and wanted to kind of, like, put, add it to, like, look at me. I actually know the, the yeah. <laughs> Something like that to kind of add. Yeah, yeah, because we, yeah, we know, we know that, like, <laughs> staff come here, so it's an opportunity for her to, like, kind of, like, talk with the principal and and the vice principal and Mr. Gus just about ideas she has for things that she would change if she was student body president and yeah and all of that and like none of the adults care right because student governments never do anything of any of any importance <laughs> um but maybe she's very passionate about like I think I think it's a violation of our First Amendment rights that we don't have a soda machine in the cafeteria. <laughs> um, and and so she needs to like what what should her name be? She needs an obnoxious name. Like I want Aylin to hate her. Brittany. Another Brittany. Oh, we have another Brittany. We have Brittany. Yeah, we have a Brittany. 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 Oh, yeah, they could be like a team. They'd be like best friends. Yeah. They'd be friends. Whitney. Yep. Brittany and Whitney. <laughs> Mike is going to be so confused comes back. when he comes back. We're just, we're just adding to his his name difficulties. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, Whitney. Uh, she's like she has uh, she has on her her uniform, but maybe like her shoes aren't appropriate for it like she's she's dressed somehow inappropriately like she's tried to like class up the the uniform she won't wear the paper hat um <laughs> she's yeah. she probably has some kind of like jewelry on that's that's way too expensive um for a job like this um that you wouldn't you wouldn't even have waitressing anyway um like a big ring or something a promise ring maybe like a promise ring that she got from her boyfriend what if she's dating Tad? Well, I, I, he, yeah, yeah. Do you have someone else? No, no, no. I had no. I had another idea, but it's not good, so I'm not going to say it. Why? Because it's a bad idea. I see them as mean girls, like like the movie. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. So she, so then she's going to be like, she doesn't need the job, but she's she's going to be trying to like bury Aylin. Somehow, in ways that like a passive aggressive teenage girl would think is like really vicious, but may not be. Um, and I think she needs a weird quirk too. Like I, I would like to connect her to the alien to the alien plot somehow. Like so, maybe she's a new girl in town. She just moved here. Ooh, that's great. She just happened to show up at the same time that Aileen had to start. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. But she immediately became best friends 
with Brittany and got a boyfriend, and she is now just integrated in half a second, which is very weird. Yeah. That doesn't happen in school. She's doing an independent study on, like, quantum mechanics. <laughs> Something like that. Where would she come from? Where would she come from? What's a town? Nobody knows. She won't answer. She deflects every time. That could be. She could say Nevada. Ooh, sorry, what? I was she gonna deflects s- every time. Yeah, maybe. Or she could be a circus performer because I absolutely had someone <laughs> in my high school show up who was a circus performer. A circus performer. Yes, he my family travels around. For fire breathing, they use Bacardi One Fifty One instead of gasoline. No, gasoline instead of Bacardi One Fifty One because gasoline tastes better. It was a very weird conversation. Yeah, I think we all just learned something about you, Shauna. <laughs> yeah, it was very weird. <laughs> but I recall it vividly. Oh, I don't doubt it. <laughs> what if she's from like, like what's a town near Area Fifty One? Or, or we could just go like blatant and be like, she's from Roswell, New Mexico. I, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, and like she said, like whenever that comes up, Chris has like a panic attack. <laughs> Because <laughs> like, she wants to, because she would want, she wants to talk to her. Yeah. Like, what's it like? Yeah. What was New Mexico like? Did anything interesting happen there? Um, have you ever seen an alien? Have you? <laughs> I mean, she's not going to beat around the book. Yeah. No, she won't. Okay. So. Aliens? So, alien has been dealing with Whitney all night uh Whitney is uh flirting with customers um she has maybe she's wearing like heels or something and it's like the sound of them is really annoying Aelin on the on the floor um uh she's she's abusive to the bus boy uh, Joey the bus boy <laughs> um, who's another working class kid um, who needs really the money decent. yeah yeah Joey's a good guy yep simply solely here because we needed a bus boy today <laughs> uh, she's she's like late picking up her orders from the window um, like doing lots of things that's making Aylin really frustrated um Pierre, maybe Pierre is like really complimentary towards her. Um, like the writing is on the wall. Um, and then here comes Brett and Brad and Chris. And, and Chris is aggravated and marches in right past the sign that says, um, please wait to be seated. <laughs> and says, I, I need a Mountain Dew. I've had a long day. Yep. I need a pick me up <laughs> so Aileen would both be frustrated and relieved to see them because it was probably really hard for someone or would be very hard for someone who's as maternal as she was to bail on them when she had to bail on them to go to work right uh, so she would be glad that they're there but also realize that now she has to also serve other customers while making herself look good and talking to them and now it's just too much 
So she's doing that, yay, you're here, kind of a thing. <laughs> I've, I've had, I'm at, uh, I'm experiencing so much stress that I, any more stress may turn me into a supervillain kind of, <laughs> kind of Absolutely smile. Absolutely that feeling, yeah. Yep. That's how I feel right now. <laughs> Everyone listening, if they're teaching in fall 2020, can probably resonate. It's been such a fucking week. All right. Uh, yeah. So, um, coming in behind Brett and Brad and Chris is Mr. Gray, because let's add some more tension to this. Um. Mr. Gray and Mrs. Stark are coming in together, um, but not as like a couple or anything, right? There's that that same sense of like weirdness between them. And Whitney sees Mr. Gray and says, "We said he was older, right? Um, uh, he needs a what's like a good." She's like, "Hi, Uncle Vic. How are you doing?" And she is like, Ooh. very like childish like she she kind of like yeah she kind of like reverts a little bit or regresses a little bit when she sees him um and is kind of acting like like a little girl around him if that makes sense have you seen parks and rec are you parks and rec people i haven't i haven't seen it a long time is what i imagine money please (laughs) yeah yeah yep 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 yeah exactly um and she might even say that you know um hitting the old man up for some cash while she's working. <laughs> um, and he kind of just, like, grunts at her and uh, pulls this, this wad of cash out of his the inside of his coat and peels off a hundred and gives it to her. And she's like, thanks, Uncle Vic! Um, and uh, kisses him on the cheek. Um, leaves, like, a, like, a comical amount of lipstick behind <laughs> that he has to now like maybe he doesn't even realize it yet um, at first so he sits there trying to look like really dour and serious and when his niece um, has messed him up um, so Chris and Brett and Brad uh, slide into a booth uh, where is Chris gonna sit. Like I think, I think we could talk about like how 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 are they sitting in relation to each other in the booth? She'd sit next to Brad. Uh, to Brad, yeah. <laughs> she okay. Wants to be able to face the possessed guy. The possessed guy. Yeah. Um, okay. So so Brett slides into the booth first and and Brad tries to sit next to him but Brett turns sideways in the booth um and like kicks him out and like I think he would kick him like hard um and Brett almost falls on the floor um but catches himself and um Brett's like why don't you sit next to her sit next to her and he's like okay um and Brad uh, like unfazed because he's seen it on TV shows I think he starts like snapping his fingers to signal for a server <laughs> to come over 
And Galen would want to kill him. Yeah. And um uh Brett is like, You're such a you're such a loser. Stop it. Um and Brett's like, I'm hungry. I want I want us we t- you said we could get we could get curly fries. <laughs> All right, so now here's here's Chris's opportunity to, to to shine, her time to shine. What is she gonna do? What is, what is Chris gonna do? This is this is her opportunity to shine. Well, she she's gonna t- first. She's gonna ask him. So, have you heard from Brittany? Um, right, because she still wants to. Well, a, she's jealous, right? Because Brittany. I keep forgetting that part. Rejected. Yeah. Right, and so she wants to know where Brittany is, Mm -hmm. and um, yeah. So, have you heard? But would she would she start interrogating him before she got the Mountain Dew? Like, I feel like she would get the Mountain Dew, take one large, like as if it were her whiskey or something, and go, okay, (laughs) okay, where's Brittany? Yep. It's time for you to come clean. Does she say that part? It's time for you to come clean. Yeah. Uh, I think because she's into the like. Um, can't find my. She would have watched. She would have watched the night, like at some point, an episode of um, Murder She Wrote, and she's like, <laughs> <laughs> Murder She Wrote. Last it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then she'd be, she'd want to like, okay. Because Chris knows it would be in. But mm-hmm. the only way she's going to prove it is to get Brett to, to uh, somehow admit to knowing something. So she thinks that by confronting Brett with the possibility that he did something really wrong in her skewed mind and, and juvenile mind, she's like, if I confront him and, and pretty Jessica Fletcher on him, he's going to like a, <laughs> it's gonna snap. Okay, I'm looking for the the page in the book with like the characters. She's also empowered by the Mountain Dew. Oh, that that's true. We could give we could have that be a thing. Uh, yeah. If you want, I could have I could have her have like a a moment here, if you want, just to make sure. this like super trippy. Um. I forgot this book doesn't even have like a table of contents in it. Can you roll a charm check? You are. Was she the conspiracy theorist? Yeah. So that is a that's a six sided dice. That's just like the regular looking cube. A regular one. Okay. Yeah. Ready? Yep. Two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's like. He's like, what are you, a cop? If you're a cop, you have to tell me. That's the law. One of the few that I recognize. <laughs> and you see him, he's he's got his driver's license out, and he's kinda like he's kinda like folding it back and forth like you would with like a credit card that expired. Like folding it in half. Like I'm I'm willing I'm willing for, for Brett to become a member of Posse Comitatus now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
Oh yeah, like whatever, whatever kind of right wing conspiracy conspiracy thing we can come up with in the nineties. Um, so she'd say, "So I'm, you're not a cop," and she's like, "No, I'm a concerned citizen." Um, he's like, uh. I don't know why you're so concerned. I haven't seen her in a few days. We broke up. It's none of your business. I don't know why we even brought you to this place. And then Brad was saying, I'm hungry, I want curly fries. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Does he want to interject? He's yeah. He's got the menu. <laughs> he's he's reading the menu, um, and they've been there like a thousand times, right? But Brad's like, "What's good here? <laughs> <laughs> What's good? What's the specials today?" What would we have watched that he called Alien Garcon? Garcon. <laughs> <laughs> She would glare and not respond. <laughs> okay, so uh, here comes Whitney, then. <laughs> here comes Whitney traipsing over, or, or clacking over with her heels clicking on the linoleum floor. Um, snapping gum, I feel like. Uh, and she says... Um, uh, hi, welcome to the Mustardium. Have you been here before? And uh, you see—I won't even make you roll for it. You see, Brett uh, is is one hundred percent checking her out. Um, Brad is like, and Brad Brad says, "Yes, we have been here before. This is my favorite place." Do you have curly fries tonight? How are your curly fries tonight? <laughs> <laughs> are they crisp? Yeah. Fluffy on the What kind of potatoes did you use? Um, and she's like, um, I have to check. Is that all that you want? One, one order of curly fries? Um, what about you, little girl? And she says to Chris. Oh, no, she didn't. And who already has a Mountain Dew? She's like, were you helped already? Were you helped at the bar? Because there's, like, a counter. And Aylin would have gotten Chris the Mountain Dew, but yeah. she was ignoring the boys. Yeah. Oh. What would she want to eat, though? In terms of, she has her Mountain Dew. What would she want to balance it? <laughs> what out pairs with? well with a Mountain Dew? <laughs> I have never had Mountain Dew, so I have no idea. But like from her perspective, I know it has a lot of caffeine, which is why. Yep. She wouldn't want the curly fries. Would she want chicken th- chicken tenders or mac and cheese or something like? <gasps> oh wait, maybe she wants. Um, She'd want a slice of apple pie. A slice of apple pie? 
Okay. Yeah. Um. Alamodi. Alamodi. Uh, Whitney says, "Coming right up," and she, uh, very casually reaches into like the pocket of her or like the hem of her her apron that she's wearing, and she pulls out two kids menus or like the the placemat, the coloring placemats. And, like, the two packs of crayons and, like, slides them across the table to Chris and Brad. Um, and, <laughs> and walks off. Um, Brett's still doing, like, the, the googly wolf eyes at her. Um, and Whitney goes up to the counter, um, and she says to Aelin, uh, oh, what would, Bre- what would Brett order? Brett needed to order something, too. So I gotta rewind. Um, so uh, Brad ordered a, uh, got a double order of the best curly fries, one apple pie, and Brett would order something. What would he get? What would be something weird that he could get? Like totally out of character for a teenage boy to order at a diner. Um that he could think that he would think would be like edgy. filet mignon filet mignon I was going to say oysters on the half shell oh that's better <laughs> surf yeah, and that's turf better. surf and turf yeah there we go surf and turf surf and turf and um a vodka he orders and she's like we don't serve alcohol here I've talked to Pierre about it um, I don't think we have surf and turf, but maybe Pierre has it on the secret menu. <laughs> um, and Brett and Brett's like whatever. Um, and and before she leaves, Brad, Brad, like working on the maze on his map, his placemat map, um, and stuck <laughs> in the maze at a dead end in the maze on the map, or uh, in the placement um he he makes sure to tell her to bring the curly fries out first <laughs> um so she so she goes up to to Aelin at the counter and is like that table wants an apple pie and the curly fries and uh a surf and turf go get that Yeah, um, no. <laughs> and she walks away. <laughs> and then, yeah. <laughs> she walks away. Clack, 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 clack. Um, to go to Uncle, to Uncle Vic's table. And you hear her like, Hi, Uncle Vic! What can I get you? Hi, Mrs. Stark. I'm starting at your school. Is it good there? Am I gonna like it? We just moved here. My dad got a transfer for his I feel work. Like at this point, Aylin would actually go want to talk to Chris, and she would go bap that guy on the head and tell me don't surf surf and turf because she would have overheard it. <laughs> so, Chris. What do you know? What is up with this girl? Who the heck is she? She just showed up at work and she's trying to take my job and she thinks she's going here and she's super weird. What do you know about this girl? 
Christmas you guys? Why are you talking to her? I don't think Chris will have met her, but I, Aileen should say something like, yeah, and she like moved from Roswell. And then Chris is like, what? Because if Chris knew that she was from Roswell, she would have been a little more interactive when she took their, the, the order. Okay, so at right. this point we now have Chris and Aylin wanting to learn more and wanting to shut up the guys so that Chris can actually ask interesting questions to figure out who this is. Because neither of the girls know anything, and the yep. guys were just being dorks, trying to get on this girl. So yeah. Chris is in charge of getting intel. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think it's an opportunity to to try to kill two birds with one stone and and try to interrogate Brett while he's trying to run game on Whitney. I know. How about Brad knows who, like, the fact of where she is because he heard her, is it, like, you guys use the word matriculate, when he was in... Remember when he went into the, like, main office so he could speak on the phone? Oh, yeah. Yep. thing, and she was there filling out paperwork. Oh yeah, maybe and he so, he stole a bunch of papers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so he actually has all he can spill the tea on her, <laughs> and so yep. he has this like moment of where the focus yep. emphasis is all on him, and he feels himself like yep. swell with. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's great. So the girls are like, "Who is who is she?" Like, what's her deal? Um, and Brad's like, she just moved here from Roswell. Her dad's in the army. And and, and, and they bug out. And they're yeah. like, their eyes like... She's a senior. <laughs> <laughs> and so then, and then, you know, and then next week we can develop... Yeah, and we can kind of come up with what we want to know about her. Yeah, yep. And then we can have, let's have so like Brad drops that bomb, and then we'll say Sam comes in, and let's say that Sam's got, uh, she has she'd have she should have some kind of injury. I can't even speak. Um, maybe Sam comes in with like a bloody nose. Dun, dun, dun. What happened with the trash monster? Cool. And it's like the, maybe there's like one of the bells, like a bell over the door, like the jingles, and Sam comes staggering and looking like a little Mad Max-ish. <laughs> so next week we get to like relieve some stress by having violence in our game. <laughs> Finally. Finally. We will see you all next week for this adventure. Yes. All right.